You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my hole. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on podcasts, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network. There's a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also like to dive into other nerdy subjects that all of us, yes, including Peter Vera, love to frolic about in our free time. Batman Book Club is also on Patreon if you like what's going on with the show and you want to help support the show to keep the generators running in the Wayne Manor study. Just go to patreon.com slash the Batman BC. And uh, thanks to some new members and current members of Patreon who have uh, joined and up to their pledges. Uh, much appreciated. Now, thank you for listening to episode 153, The Rainbow Batman. Joining me for this discussion uh, he's the uh, gumbo guru of Texas, uh, also known in these here parts as the editor-in-chief of Batman on Film. It's Bill Jet Ramey. Bill, welcome back to the Batman Book Club. Hello. I am good to be I'm good to be here. I'm good to be Not here. Not only am I good to be here, I'm happy <laughs> to be here. Hey, um, yeah. know what you mean. Know what you mean. Good to be here. Yeah, this is hasn't been too long since you've been on heroes i think it was december but it just feels very uh common because we're usually recording podcasts for bof almost weekly you and i are i think at this yeah. point whether yeah. it's batman animation or social hour or something um happy to have you back here on the show um i i like to bring in a little bit uh, to get settled in uh, some carryover, let's let's talk about the weather, Bill. Okay, how's the weather in Texas? Well, we've been on a run here last ten days or so, where um, it was been some nice crisp fifties in the morning and some uh, nice, you know, seventy five to eighty early of uh, early. What is wrong with my? my verbs today um you're not nervous are you and adjectives no nervous um, on the batman well, book club. i'm excited <laughs> for I'm, ex I'm excited to yes to be on this show and to be doing this particular batman story okay but, there you go <clears throat> uh i i feel mr summer starting to knock mm -hmm. on the door here in north texas uh we're moving i think we got some a couple of 90s coming up Oh. over the next few days so we're inching you know we're getting back 60s uh, mid to high 80s so i know uh the inferno known as uh july and august will be yeah. upon us in no time it's coming mm -hmm. um we had a little hint of mr summer here in indiana and then it was Mr. Winter that laughed and popped back up. Oh, okay. But now I think we're we're on a good stretch now of about three really nice days in a row with seven more on the way. Yeah. Um, consistently highs in the 70s, lows in the upper 50s. Uh, we have a pond that we, you know, on the uh, backside of our building. 
Uh, geese just had babies. So there's a whole family of geese doing laps around the pond. There's birds everywhere. There's in the overhang. The entrance to our apartment is a perfect spot where every year a bird makes a nest and a pretty good nest and then has eggs. The nest has been made. So the eggs are coming. I sound like an old man because we're so fascinated by birds out at the pond. (laughs) We're watching every day, but it's just like there is something peaceful. Sit out on the balcony. There's a big fountain in the pond, birds, and then I just grab Batman comics. And that's not. Yeah, uh, that's not a lie. It's just like peaceful setting, comfortable. Read some comics. Um, I think they I think they say, isn't isn't that what they say, that the best uh, best way to read a comic is to uh, just relax and watch watch birds yeah pretty much <laughs> and, and, and you know the little, little yeah. quacking little little chirping in the background they actually um, i think in comic too, shops yeah. now there's some there's some uh bird collars being sold there's uh yeah you know bird guides and everything that's it that's every hand in hand i heard <laughs> i heard that that's what i heard they were saying so that yeah. may have been the the most i've ever sounded like a like an uh an old man just now in my confession of how I, I spending a lot of free time, but Hey, it is what it is. Indiana. Come, come to Indiana. You'll sit and watch birds. It's exciting. Uh, okay. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get to talking about, uh, the rainbow Batman. Now this was in detective comics issue 241 written by Edmund Hamilton with art by Sheldon Sheldon Moldoff. Um, physically, it can, I mean, it was available physically. Obviously, it's not available on DC Universe Infinite or um, to buy on Amazon. I don't even think when it comes to old issues like this, I don't even try to track down the many possible varied collections that this issue has popped up in over the years, because that's Almost a fool's errand. One that I can speak of is a trade that was released, um, you know, a few years ago, I think was called Batman in the 50s. And it's a collection of a bunch of great uh, detective comic stories and Batman in uh, the 50s. And that's where I found it. So, Bill, for this episode, which version did you have? Have do you have? Did you read, et cetera? Well, I'll be honest here. I got lazy. Okay. Uh, I didn't want to go jump through all my collections to see which one I could find it in. I Googled uh, Reed Detective Comics, the um, Rainbow Batman online, and I found it and read it right off my laptop. You went digital? Yes. Your own collection? So I, I do have... Batman in the fifties, that collection. Okay. Uh, I had actually forgot I had it, but I do. So, um, so afterwards I went back and I did a search. Where could you find it? Uh, mm-hmm. Where is it reprinted? That was one of them. I had it. So I re- also read it. Old, old school Basically. style. Do you just Google that? Where can you find it? Yeah. Or I, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it seems it like, like the most on, simplest search way to look, and I've never thought of that before. Instead, I just on, <laughs> yeah, and it ended up the uh, DC 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 database. I I, I oh, really yeah. like. Okay. Yeah, I go there a lot and, too. Yeah, 
and then it, you know it says uh you know down uh, uh you know the rainbow batman is reprinted in batman 182 and batman in the 50s new edition i was surprised for some reason i thought it was in um well you can see this you the know, 80 years 80 years yeah yeah but that was my first before i googled i went here i but it's not it's not in this which is hmm. i don't know why what the hell's going on here <laughs> what's going on here <laughs> there we go yeah <laughs> but um yeah before we recorded i saw you had that in your hands and i was like you know holy shit did i miss this did i not even check yeah. that book so i was looking it up real quick as we were talking and it wasn't listed i was like okay i didn't I didn't yep. miss that, but um, yeah, so I read it, uh, Batman in the 50s. I checked it out through Hoopla, which is my favorite app of all time. Um, I got to say, so, and I'll, I'll get to it when the time is right, but the Batman in the 50s introduction written by your friend, Michael Uslan. Um, Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know when he originally wrote that, though, because at the end, it's Michael Uslan 2001, and this, this trade was released a few years ago. This wasn't the trade wasn't released or the collection wasn't released in 2001. So I'm curious um, what publication that first showed up in from 2001. Um, it's pretty timeless. It's not like it necessarily mattered of like, oh, you could tell it was dated. He's talking about 50 years prior to that. So mm -hmm. it was fine. Mm -hmm. But um, really interesting, um, not surprising, thorough read from uh, Usland talking about that era of Batman comics. But Actually, the trade when I was like looking through after reading this issue from it and um, looking at other stories featured and as you know, things that he was highlighting, it's like this is one that I want to I think I want to track down and just have physically for my shelves because I mean, surprise, I don't have those issues. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't have those. I do have two issues. Um, oh, what's the it's like the one where Batman, it's almost like he's drowning and it's like a trap. You could tell he's almost like in a like outside a castle or something. And there's, if he comes above water, it's going to like shoot him in the head or whatever. I think that's from 59. Mm -hmm. I do actually have that physical issue. And then there's another one around from that era. But okay. Mostly I don't have these pretty much all of them. I, I hadn't read. So it's mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I just feel like that's a trade that I think I want to get my hands on. Um, Cause yeah. I was pretty impressed reading it here digitally. Um. Uh, do you remember the first time that you read this issue by chance? I can't say where. Not, not I don't mean like I'm not going to tell you because it's a secret. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, You're so super I secretive, was, Bill. <laughs> I was I was a I was a kid. Okay, so it was some sort of it showed up and and something. You know, there used to be in the, like in the 70s. For one thing, they had those big oversized comics. You you know what mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking oh, yeah. about? I mean, yeah, big. Big. I still have. A lot of the ones I had, I drew, but I mean, when I was a kid, I drew in my comics and colored. Yeah. And, I mean, it was Superman. I would draw glasses on him and see if he looked like Clark Kent. <laughs> after, um, and the glasses draw, didn't fool you then. You were like, that's yeah, Clark Kent. Yeah, that's Superman. Yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it was, in, it was, had to be in something like that. Because gotcha. they would all they a lot of times they would, they would put, and then there would be like collections in like a regular size comic. DC would do. Yeah you know, some sort of, you know, DC hundred, hundred page spectacular or some, you know, things like that. And they would put these old stories in. So I remember reading it then. And then, uh, once I, you know, started going, started running Batman on film and then I added, you know, with comics and, you know, just about everything Batman. 
there's a series I, I did, and I think some other people contributed back in the day was, you know, classic Batman comics. And this was one of them. So I revisited it at that time. That's probably when I got Batman in the fifties. So gotcha. I, I went and I pulled up the article uh, that I wrote. I wrote it myself. Um, Covering this? Yes. Oh, uh, nice. From, from uh, September 20th, 2018. And I th actually think I did it earlier on old Batman on film mm -hmm. before the upgrade. Yeah. And I did not... I did not uh, date it with its original date. So it may be a little earlier than that. So Ooh, yeah, uh, it was interesting to read it after, yeah. it's probably been longer than, than this five years that that uh, it's dated on Batman on film. But yeah, so, so up to I just was always, I was just always, <clears throat> I'm, a, I, I, we've talked about this. I'm, 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 weird and with my Aren't we all? sensibilities <laughs> you know there there are there are things that i like a lot that i would like totally not want to see in a live action mm -hmm. film you know yeah uh, whether it be animation or comic books because you know i fancy myself a batman an amateur batman historian Student so, okay, of and Eastland I, University yeah. as well. So, yeah. Yes. And, and I do appreciate uh, how there's so many different versions of Batman, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and I'll say, even if I don't like it, an interpretation, be it on film or whatever, it doesn't mean it's not valid. You yeah. Know? You can um, respect something and be like, it's just not for me, but I know that it was yeah. well done. Yeah. Yeah. So and then that you had uh, when the Brave and the Bold series was out, animated series, um, Emperor Joker episode mm -hmm. is the you know the, the the cold opening, you know, to that episode is a riff off of the Rainbow Batman. With I mean they they it's a riff, and I mean that it's a, you know it's inspired by but you got Batman. In the rainbow costume, he even says, like, you know, the cover of the comic book says, I must, Robin, I must wear a different bat costume every night. I must, I must, I must, I must, you know, I'm saturating. <laughs> so, you know, you even have that line by Diedrich Bader. Uh, mm -hmm. But the reason why he's wearing it, it's different than the comic book story. Crazy Quilt shows up, which makes sense. You know, it's something. Your hero. To, yeah. Crazy Quilt is to you yeah. what hey. Egghead is to me. Yeah, Crazy Give Quilt. Give me more. <laughs> yeah, I, I Give Come me on, Matt Reeves. <laughs> Get him in there. Get him in do there. The character, yeah. Do the character justice. Let's yeah. do a team up. Crazy Quill and Egghead. That fits right into what he, the story yeah. he's building. So stay Absolutely. tuned on that. Yeah. You, when, when you say epic prime saga. Yeah. Who do you think of first? Egghead <laughs> and, and Crazy Quilt. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you're sitting down for this. Um, the Rainbow Batman. This was the first time I've ever read it. <laughs> I, 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 I need it. I, I love when I bring up stuff to you all. Yeah. And it, if you haven't it, watched or read. It's so crazy because it is, I'm very familiar with, you know, the cover of this with yes. nods to rainbow Batman. And he had like different colored suits and it's, stuff. Like it's that. a I'm classic, very familiar. It's a classic Batman story. And it's a classic Batman comic book cover. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. 100%, I mean, yeah. Even I think speaking of Mr. Uslan, I he did a thing that, you know, the top 10 greatest Batman covers in Batman history for BOF a while back. And that it was one of them. So. Yeah. And I mean, that's probably like a refresher even because uh, mm -hmm. when I read that on BOF even, it was like, oh yeah, that one. So that's why it just feels very familiar. Um, but you have never read the story because it's actually, it's funny. You were talking Batman sensibilities and I'm not, I think I, let's see. You and I aren't too far off. I think I like some more stuff that start mm -hmm. to get like turn you away. But mm -hmm. also I'm not just like I love absolutely anything, no matter the setting either. Um, and there's some things that I like that it would seem like I wouldn't given my sensibilities. But the 50s with Batman, I'd read a select handful Um 40s and 50s Batman comics are not aren't like today where I could sit and just binge in like 70s, 80s, 90s comics. I could sit and read five, six Batman comics and just keep going. The early yeah. ones, I think it's like one or two and I got to take a break. And you I think I'm in the mood for it and you got to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you... then and then it is as it jumped into the space age and as your term superpower beings and stuff like that and everything. And I'm just like, yeah, that's just not. I can respect and especially there's great art throughout um obviously mm -hmm. like Dick Sprang and stuff you know like I love mm -hmm. the looks of some of that stuff but I think I just always kind of avoided the 50s and reading so I'm like I'd rather just dip into 70s and 80s I haven't read yet or something like that so that's why I think I've always read this because I just feared that, like this is probably not something like Ugh. and then surprisingly to see it's only like 13 pages <laughs> so it wasn't even another some, thing it, not even it's hard to homework. read yeah and so i really just took my time with it reading it this time too of like you know just not try to hurry up and read it just sit because like it's only 13 pages it's fine and just see how it progressed and moved along now this is the this is the big question um yes. everybody's waiting for uh why the rainbow batman when i asked <laughs> for you if you'd like to come back on and you said yes this is what you shot out. People that know you would not have yeah. expected this to be your choice. There's exactly. Robin, Batman during yeah. the day, Batman in a bunch of different colored suits. This mm -hmm. isn't Bill Bill Ramey material. No, no. Um, I, I I like it, and I like to bring in things like this into Batman fandom. People who listen to your show or listen to the BOF shows. And this is, this is a basically, you know, this is a sister. BOF it's all connected. Show regardless. Yeah. It's yeah. all, well, I guess it's all connected. It's all connected. Well, we know, it always we know is that. Bill. <laughs> um, and introduce people to things about Batman that they think they may not like. Yeah. You know, I'm a, and I, this is in all seriousness. I, I'm a huge history buff. I taught history. I love Batman history. Yeah. You know? Yep. And that, that's part of that. It's just mm -hmm. part of my love for Batman history. You know, there are some, you know, look, there's some Batman stories that, that, I mean, I, no way. I mean, even I'll go, okay, that's just too much. That's just yeah. too <laughs> damn goofy. It's Come too sci-fi. You know, because Batman, let's be honest, Batman got a little, he got a little goofy, a little crazy. He, he in the, got in the crazy. Mid, mid to late 50s, man. It was, you know, it was, 
they were all in on the sci-fi stuff. So uh, I appreciate it. It's valid, you know. Sure. But yeah, this was just more of a kind of a, a, a goofy little story that's really pretty damn um, grounded, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, does that make sense? Sure does. That's yeah. why, because of what you just said, it, Batman in the fifties and the impression, and and this is where, and and I'm with you on that. Just there isn't anything Batman that I'm just gonna just gonna completely avoid. I'm like I I want to read or watch this just so that f- full context. I've seen it or read it, and I can develop my own opinion. And if I don't like mm-hmm. it, that's fine. I've at least, you know, taken the initiative myself. And I've avoided fifties comics so much because just mm-hmm. the few that I have read have been like, this is like, they are each were just too much for me. And I fully agree with you here. on like, this could almost, I, no, I can't say that because I haven't um, had enough of a sample of the fifties, but I was going to say like, this could almost feel like the impression to me is that it might be an outlier mixed in with the other stuff that Batman comics mm-hmm. were doing in the fifties. And then you mm-hmm. have this one, which is just basically I mean, it's solving a crime, trying to catch some thieves. That's basically what it is. <laughs> That's it is. Yeah. <laughs> and the lengths that Batman goes to to make this happen, I don't think it's hardcore detective. Um, the dete- hardcore detective route, but I mean, it kind of is, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I think, and we as we can just get into the the story now for thirteen pages, I mean. It's something about the, I mean, definitely the in forties, I think it is extremely dialogue heavy. Uh, mm-hmm. This one isn't extremely dialogue heavy. There's a lot of dialogue, but I think even for just 13 issues that like the story moves, like yeah. they're hopping because he, he has to get through his entire wardrobe, you know, yeah. but um, each wardrobe change is, you know, a new scene. And it yeah. is evolving of Batman and Robin trying to catch these thieves, which the inciting incident is just simple of like Dick Grayson. Um, he hears people scream that uh, thieves broke in <laughs> to steal, you know, the holy grail of something at the time. Yeah. TV camera. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Woo. That, Woo. My gosh. <laughs> that was hot commodity on the, on the on the black market, man. Yeah. I mean, it's something that we'll never understand is how valuable those cameras, you know, those little suckers that we carry in our pockets now. Oh man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and as the thieves try to get away in their car, it seems like they're going to catch or they're going to hit a girl and Dick saves her. And in the process mm-hmm. damages his left elbow, it hurts. He'll be fine in a while, but it's going to hurt for a bit. Yeah. Goes home, tells Bruce in the cave they suit up. It's time to catch some thieves. Yeah. I love how the story and we can get to it comes full circle to that inciting incident, which I think was a fun payoff, a good payoff. And I think is to me just kind of like good writing. But these incidents, I mean, let's see. There's a parade for King of Zeronia, mm-hmm. his arrival, a truck explosive, the arrival of a famous actress. Um a jewel and fashion show, a ship launching, a rifle, rifle sharpshooting uh, competition, and the Monies of the World exhibition. So that's like one, two, three, four, five, six, six or seven different setups in thirteen pages. In thirteen pages, yes. Holy crap! Like, and that's yeah. 
it's like just moving and Batman and Robin are in all of them, right? Mm-hmm. Almost like every page doing something. And with those accompanying the um, set changes, Batman switches into full red, blue, orange, yellow, green, white with a target and uh, rainbow suits. Mm-hmm. In 13 yep. pages. In thir- yes. <laughs> in all 13 of this, pages. All of this fun in 13 pages. I can't like, and that's where in reading it the first time, it hit me about halfway through the of like, holy, like, holy shit, basically. Like, so we've done this, 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 and this in seven pages. Yeah. Halfway through. And then, and then keeping that in mind as I'm reading the rest, be like, boom, 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 boom. It's, uh, it's impressive. Because I don't think it moves too quick. I think it takes yeah. its time while also like it takes its time, you know, putting its foot on the gas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it's, it. Um, I like you brought up, you know, there's a payoff mm-hmm. at the end that goes back, ties into the, you know, Dick you can, we, we can mention girl. it now too. We can go out of order. It doesn't matter yeah. if you want to go ahead and yeah. just get into it. So basically, um, God. Yeah. Okay. Let's just spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert on this. Uh, okay. What are we at? 55, only, 65. Yeah. I don't know how many. No, it'd be 55. It's like 60, you know, 60 <laughs> years ago. Okay. 60. There we go. Yeah. Six, almost 60 70 years ago. Oh, hell, the hell, the hell with that. <laughs> almost 70 years old. So spoiler alert on this 70 year old comic book story. Um, okay. it, he, you know, he injures his elbow. And so, Batman without telling Dick Grayson uh every time they go out he's got one of these crazy different colored costumes on and even the I even like how in the story the people react oh why is Batman wearing a red costume or you know mm-hmm. oh you know, it's all like like what the hell's going on with Batman I know? think it's every there's a they make their point of having at least one bystander make that comment yeah. I think in every yeah. every situation Really emphasizing that point. And, yeah, there was like one balloon. It was like, like what the f? Like, <laughs> yeah, wow, that was that was. They took like, some chances. <laughs> that, that was that's pretty bold for you know, fifties um, yeah. comic books. Uh, so, and I think the reader, if you don't, if you don't go to the end, you know, go what the you know, if you don't know the end, you you are kind of with those people, mm-hmm. the WTFers in the story going okay what's the point of this yeah and, and honestly from yeah for me i thought it was going to do i thought in the end it was going to be something to do on a, and shame on me i i've worked in tv and i can't think of the but color bars i think everybody's familiar with what color bars um looking mm-hmm. and that was always there's always color bar tests to test uh mm-hmm. your monitors um the coloring of your monitors. And I thought maybe it was going to, in the end, it was going to be something to do with that because, you know, it's a camera that they're trying to find that the thieves have stolen. But then I was like, oh, even then in the fifties, it was black and white. So I don't mm-hmm. think that, I don't think that that matters. And so that's, so in stringing along, I too was just thinking about like, what is the the point? Cause it doesn't seem like it's going to be at the end. The reveal is like, well, I just had to use them all. Which one did you like the most Robin? You know, I didn't think that was going to be yeah. the big reveal. Yeah, he goes, you know, it could have been like, yeah, I just thought I'd mix it up a little bit. Yeah. You know? 
mix it up, you know, stop. I mean, I guess it wouldn't be wouldn't be out of place for the time. Yeah. It seems like a Batman story in the 50s. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, you know, boils down to Batman because Batman is smart as hell. He is. You know that I've I've learned this Um, came to that conclusion just a couple of years ago that he's smarter than hell. Yeah. And he's also always prepared. And I'm going to get to that point Mm -hmm. in a second with his story. He uh, tells uh, Robin, you know, at, at the end, well, Robin, this is my Batman. This is my 50s Batman voice. By the okay. Way. Well, Robin, uh, I had to wear the different color costumes because I needed to have the attention and the spotlight focused on me because with your injured arm, people would put two and two together before long and know that my young trusted ward dick grayson is actually robin and therefore they would figure out that bruce wayne is batman that was boom oh you know it was kind of like one of those little moments it didn't feel i didn't feel shortchanged that that was his reason and you go back and you can look through the the book again and that totally applies because Hence the reasoning of putting a bystander's comments in every single situation of like, why is mm-hmm. now his suit's red? Now his suit's blue. All eyes are on Batman, not on not on Robin and his mm-hmm. um, injured left elbow, which everybody mm-hmm. saw because he was Dick Grayson was on the news. So yeah. eyes were on Dick Grayson, the hero um, earlier. So I, I hope whoever like read this didn't feel like that was uh like they were shortchanged in the reasoning because I sure as hell didn't. I was gonna like, I don't know. It it brought it like I said of it brought it full circle. You know, uh, to the beginning. Like it's a contained, a nice contained thirteen page Batman story. Mm-hmm. You can read without any context prior to follow up. It's just it's nice, nice little Batman story. Yeah, that's a novel idea. Just. You know, one Batman story and one comic <laughs> book. Wow. Crazy. You know, read it's it in one, one issue. Yeah. That's crazy. Those 50s uh, were crazy. They were wild. <laughs> wild stuff. Um, Something that I, I noticed here that I had to look up was mm-hmm. the, um, I mean, I forget what they, what they called it again, when they threw the celebration for the arrival of the, the King of Zeronia. Mm-hmm. Big ticker tape reception. Never heard of that term mm-hmm. before. Doesn't mean it totally. I'll always say that, like, that's on me. If, like, it could be common terms, but I've never heard of something called a ticker tape reception for the King of Zeronia. Had to look it up. That's a New York thing. You ticker, know, tape? ticker tape parades. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, see, yeah, I learned something every episode. That's all I want. Well, the whole reason for this. I'm trying to learn. Every time we every time we do a podcast, I'll also bring up that uh, I'm a lifetime learner, mm-hmm. lifetime always a student, teacher, always a student, always a teacher. Yes, and you can learn something every every day. Yeah, ticker tape parades. Ticker I hate tape to parades. be. Yeah, looks fun. To, yeah, I just hate to be the sanitation folks that have to clean up after yeah. that. Oh my gosh, that stuff. Yeah. Um. Well, I had to look up the King of Zeronia. If there's some big deal about this character, he's actually okay. a little, a quick little cameo man in that he 
was also let's see i wrote it down okay he also made in addition to this um but prior to this he was he made an appearance in detective comics 182 as a cameo uh blackhawks number 13 modern comics number 49 and then action comics 246 all of this thanks to you already referenced the dc.fandom.com website that's a great resource uh but yeah, I looked him looked him up there, and he yeah, he's a, a bit of a cameo man. So I don't know what the deal was there. The some of those were in the forties. The there one of the comics. Let's see, one of the comics was in the sixties, and I think the action comics one was in fifty eight. So I don't know. That's just for some reason the king of Zeronia. <laughs> there you go, little cameo man. Well, you know what. You know, you know what I'm going to say, right? It's all connected. connected. Ah, there Mm -hmm. we go. (laughs) It's all connected. The many Batman suits. So very, I already said it was really informative at the beginning um, with having the uh, Michael Uslan introduction, Mm -hmm. but a fun nugget that really capped this off because, and it was perfectly timed. So I read this just yesterday prior to even reading this. Um, I was online looking at the 1990 Kenner line of Batman toys. Um, because obviously right now feeling very nostalgic. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was the Kenner line of toys that did returns toys, which I had a Catwoman, penguin, and then the bat, the Bruce that you could put the cowl and cape on over him. Uh, mm-hmm. But the packaging is what really gives me the feels of old school in the intro. Uh, Houston tells a really good story about in 1990 that Kenner Toys um, was hatching a massive business plan to follow up the success of its initial Batman movie toy line with new figures that would feature Batman in costumes of different colors. They called him because they had a problem about a discussion and said that they had concepts of, you know, a silver, red, blue, green, and white one, like a uh, colored suited Batman. And uh, Euston said that it, he thought it was a terrific idea, but they said their problem is that Kenner only wanted Batman toys that were portrayed colors of suits and stuff that were portrayed in the comic books and or like the movies in mm-hmm. which in that regard, it's either gray and blue or black in mm-hmm. which Euston said no and directed him to Detective Comics 165, which is the strain costumes of Batman. But then also brought in this issue, brought up this issue and showed the Rainbow Batman and said that he could even come up with a, quote, zebra Batman if necessary. So use this story as, you know, uh, evidence that, no, we can do this line of toys where you have all these different figures and Mm -hmm. it's all it's all canon because it's all connected. Um, And then as he even said, too, of like Kenner Toys loved the 50s Batman stories because they, as we most of us know, uh, they made a killing on their figures from that line. But. I loved that story because I think that can even pump up, you know, like you said earlier of you being a Batman historian and knowing the history of the character and stuff. And like it influenced this. Some could even say ridiculous story influence mm-hmm. a mat, like a massive pop culture hit 40 years later with a toy line. And I had some of those and some of the ridiculous costume. I know zebra Batman was not in Batman or Batman returns. But did I mm-hmm. have the figure? Yeah. Like, did mm-hmm. I have underwater Batman? Yeah. Even though mm-hmm. 
he did not go swimming in any of those movies, but it's, I don't know. I, I love the connection between the two. Yeah. Well, it's all connected. You use the right <laughs> word. Yeah. yeah. Connection. It, it could be a drinking um, game. <laughs> it's so all connected. It's Take more, it's more than just let's come up with some crazy, some crazy ass yeah. colors and suits for Batman. There is historical mm-hmm. precedent from the from the source material, my friend. Which is cool. Yeah. And respect the yes, source material. Michael's the one to go to on that because he'll I think that man knows every Batman. He may know every comic <laughs> story in the history of comic books and recite who wrote it, who drew it, who inked it, uh, when it came out, what issue, all nine yards. The retention is uh, so impressive as, as I try to be. And then I forget stuff three hours later. Yeah. Um, to cap off the thieves and what, you know, give. Um, I know the highlight is of these many suits of Batman, but I mean, the source of them is because they're trying to find, you know, trying to find the thieves and what trips them up is a booby trapped camera that had tear gas so that they could steal uh, money at the exhibit at the end of the story. But what I liked in knowing this is the last page, though, is that they capture the thieves. Um, Batman, Rainbow Batman and Robin are right there in front of people as they're all, you know, like hooray and stuff. But still, I didn't get that explanation. I was like, did I miss something? But then in the next three panels, as you already brought up, that's where we get mm-hmm. the explanation is the nice um, capper to the story. Yes, it's yeah. Does it come off? Did you feel like it like it's almost like. This would be, and I'm surprised, I'm kind of surprised they didn't do it, that this could have been like an episode of the 60 series. Oh, yeah. You know? What is the history, what's the story behind, um, is it Pink Cowl? The, the Pink Cowl? Golly, you don't have to take my Batman card away. I'm on probation. I, I have not seen exactly. every episode of that series. Yeah. That actually was in a, in one of the episodes? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I just haven't watched. I just haven't uh, and I was watched. Think- so take my fan card away, Bill. <laughs> I was I was thinking of that as it came across my mind. Well, I guess I thought two things at the same time when you talk. We were talking about the different color costumes. Uh, that I'm gonna do a quick. Um, take a, take a search. Of, you kind of you kind of saw that in um. In that series, the contaminated cow, Batman's cow turned hot pink. Okay. Uh yeah. Now now, now it's coming back to me. Uh it got contaminated by the Mad Hatter. Yeah. Oh, Jervis. Yeah. Mad Hatter wanted the cow for his collection. Yeah. It was Mad Hatter episode. That's so there that's what sprung to mind when you said that of the 60s series of just with that. Mm-hmm. Um, image yet again another thing of like oh yeah I'm very I'm aware of the image but yet I don't know the context mm-hmm. uh, yeah this this could have totally I totally agree with you this could have almost been 
they could have found a way to make this work in the animated series. Perhaps the most serious of mm-hmm. all, you know, Batman animated mm-hmm. shows. They could have made it work for in some in some way, I think. Um, but just for its source, I don't know. I, the source material, though, it just it works. So I just like overall, I was very impressed. And I think because I had such a uh, positive uh, reaction or response to reading this, it's making me be like, well, I kind of want this whole trade. I know I just I checked it out for free on the Hoopla app, but it, I also, if I can, I'd rather read something physically in my hands um, mm-hmm. to where that and in the context of the introduction, it's like, I think I want to dive in more now. So this is where it benefits me that the guest has chosen something I've never read because it's going to expand, uh, expand my reading. It reads some of this mm-hmm. stuff. And then I'll probably be like, hey, Bill, by chance, did you ever read this issue? You're like, yeah, like 30 years ago. <laughs> Student. <laughs> it's Yeah. I, I like um, it, one of the reasons I, I really I love the Batman Raven, the Bold animated series, is that all the nods to these kind of these comic books and stories yeah, uh, throughout that uh, that series run. And as I mentioned earlier, it is in the Emperor Joker episode. It's the opening and they just take the premise they 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 um uh, of the rainbow batman and uh, uh use the the cover again you know i must wear why are you change well, why are you wearing a different costume every night batman i must wear a different costume robin every night i must i must even you know he says that and then it, they take that and it has nothing to do with robin being hurt and all that stuff like it was in the comic book story but it's you know crazy quilt's got some you know rainbow laser and the, the the different colored suits batman it it throws off the whatever whatever uh uh nefarious uh <laughs> uh weapon uh damage that uh crazy quilts laser could 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 do and because the batman's always prepared so it's just you know, a diff- you know they take it they take that the, the rainbow batman premise and then turn it into something else and bring in crazy quilt so there you go so that you know that's always one of the one of the last questions of this so i mean we've already touched on it in which would you like to see this adapted in animation i did not watch um that before recording so it is fuzzy to me of it's a cold open of Batman, the brave and the bold. This screams to me. This is totally Batman, the brave and the bold. Um, yeah. Could have been done there. Do you. Would you like to see it done again in full or are you completely satisfied with how it was done as a cold open? Influence. Oh, there I, you go. Not a straight up lifted, I guess. Influence. I an think episode. I like I like the way the brave and the bold uh paid homage to it yeah you know um they did it very very well it just this would be it'd be tough i i mean i don't know what you would do in a straight up adaptation or, or even uh you know more traditional inspired by the you know more faithful to the actual story but i think i got what the best way they could have done it you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. And I think the story, 
the comic book story itself, you know, stands on its own. It's 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 considered a classic. The, the cover is really considered a classic, probably more so than the actual story. You know, that's like, uh, uh, you know, the five way revenge. You know, mm-hmm. Batman. Uh, that one is just it, it's 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 people know that cover. You know, people know this cover. It's just yeah. something about it. You know. Mm-hmm. I think that it, the great thing with the story is, so like I said, fuzzy on the cold open, so how it's been done, there's enough room with that story to expand or do as is. I think it, mm-hmm. it could totally be fleshed out to be 22 minutes. Um, yeah. It's what, six, seven scenes different jumping to different you know scenes they can expand those the truck explosive one they could really draw out a little bit more for some good some good action and tension and stuff and um but yeah i'll, I'll re-watch i mean today i'll rewatch that cold open just to refresh my memory uh but yeah i, I don't know if it ever pops up again like i'll have more you know context now because the story's if, fresh in my I mind think if yeah if if you're going to do it in a Batman episode or Batman um, um, TV series, animated yeah. series, the Brave and the Bold was that platform. That was for that, it. For yeah. that story. Yeah. And uh, so now you've got this. We'll see. Uh, you got this, this Bat Family animated series coming that's going to be, you know, um, on Prime, Amazon Prime. <clears throat> That's feels it could be a little sounds, tongue in cheek, right? Yeah. So yeah. maybe this sounds like something that it, they could, you know, I think it's Robin is Damian Wayne mm-hmm. in this one. And maybe, you know, you do a riff off this story with that. Stone it out. I'm just throwing it out there. <clears throat> but totally with you. Brave and the Bold was the, the platform for it. Mm-hmm. Um Get a couple. Let's get to your your favorites. What was oh, your one, fav- wait, one question? One question. Ooh, okay. Maybe on this this little subtopic, maybe we 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 hit up friend of the show Tim Sheridan and say, Did you take this story and turn it into a you know seventy minute animated Batman movie? I'm kind of being I'm I'm being I'm tongue in cheek, but I am being a little serious. I wonder what he. I wondered. I would just love to hear. He would say, how could I do that? You know, a creative yeah. like him, a screenwriter say, how could I do this updated, but still kind of stay faithful to the original story as a movie? Uh, one of us, maybe I will, I'll message him, ask him that. I said, Bill demands a response. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you say that. Put demand in uh, all caps and in yeah. bold. You know how it is. Yeah. Oh, brave and the bold. Okay. It's all connected. No, yeah. it's a, I mean, yeah. That's a. I mean, that's. It's interesting. I think he'd have a he'd have a fun response. Uh, he dips in a lot of different um. Worlds, mm-hmm. in his writing, that's you know, can be fantastical all the way to grounded like the Long Halloween. So yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Jot it down now. Um, Bill, what was your favorite part of the Rainbow Batman? I I like the reveal at the end the capper because it's not yeah it's not like it's some like oh wow you know it you know yeah. some huge twist that 
but it's also something kind of cool about it. It's like you you kind of didn't see it coming. It's almost mm-hmm. like you you expected something sci-fi or something really freaking goofy to be the reason why Batman's wearing these different color costumes. And it's just like, you know, no, I got to make sure sh- I throw off. I got to throw people mm-hmm. off I, from you. Take the, the attention off of you. We don't want them to see that bandage, that 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 jacked up elbow. And uh, so I'm going to wear crazy costumes. There are different colors every night because he must. Uh, that was actually my answer as well. Because I did Sorry. like it coming back to nope, it's all yeah. good. It just means it's good. It just means it was a good moment. Yeah. Um brings it right back to the beginning. Uh makes total sense in context of the story. I think it says a lot about Batman's character. Um, that all these years later, you know, 65 years later, it's still true of like, yeah, that is the character of Batman that he go to those lengths. Um so so Ryan. It's fine. I yeah. mentioned earlier I was gonna speak to Batman always being prepared. Yeah. He must have had these costumes on standby somewhere just in case he ever needed them. Because I don't, I don't, because Batman's always prepared and there just wasn't enough time after Robin injured his elbow to generate, to create all those costumes to make them. He had the, um, he had the special cabinet that had all these in it. Mm-hmm. There, I think even on the front it said Batman's Roy G. Biv uh, cabinet. You know, had yeah. to hit up every yeah. every color. He got him. Yeah, because he's always prepared. Always the world's prepared. greatest detective. <laughs> yep. uh, how about a favorite panel? Oh, Bill Stumps. It's got a. You know what? Golly. I'll give you some more time I'll, while you think about this. I'll Sheldon, just say, can I make can I make it a little blanket? It's, yes, it's each time he sh- shows up in a different costume and the reaction by someone in the in the in the panel. Okay, I like that. You like all that? I okay. cheated. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Mine has got to be the first page, which was the setup, and it's the full page Robin mm. with all okay. the different colored suits because that's just kind of setting you up for what's coming. But I think no, this page. This isn't Liebermail art. It's not Norm Brayfogle. It's not Neil Adams or anything like that. But it's very, you look at it and you know, like, oh, that's 50s. Mm-hmm. And I still respect the hell out of the look of a lot of that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it, I, It's very appealing to me still. Um, And I really love that that page. And like that's your intro of like the story that's coming. I just, I, I really, really like that image. Um, <clears throat> I didn't mention it. Like, we didn't really talk about Sheldon Moldoff very much in this um he was on the you know the bracket challenge that i did for the batman book club uh back in march and april i mean he i forget who he was matched up against in the first round and he lost but i mean in creating the list that was a name and doing a lot of research that it was constantly brought up of like he's very he is um i don't think they didn't say unsung hero but he's definitely respected Oh, he's artist. Yeah, he's a character. He's, yeah, he big time. I'm with you. Yeah, he's he's there with uh, uh, some of the you know of that era. Mm-hmm. Um, who you think of? Besides, you know, I mean Bob Kane. Well, we know the deal, but you know, uh, yeah, a lot of those 
those artists who worked on Batman, uh, they they are very important to what we would call that that look of that of that time, you know? Yeah, and I think for maybe people, I mean, this is audio, so you know you can't see it, but if you Robin dies at dawn cover. Mm-hmm. Maybe my guess inkling is that a lot of people don't know the full context of that um that story, Batman number 156. Mm-hmm. But everybody, all Batman Batman fans have seen that cover. And it's Batman sitting there holding uh the body of Robin in his arms. And yeah. that was the image and looking up Sheldon Mold up, uh, that was the cover that kept popping up, constantly popped up. So um he did one of the I don't I wouldn't I, I'm not even gonna say like he did a very, very popular, famous, known Batman cover. Um that I think all everybody who reads Batman comics has seen before. So uh here in, in this too, there was something that was definitely different and less blocky here than in some of the early detective and Batman issues, even from like the early forties and stuff, I think mm-hmm he made it a little bit more fluid i think yeah. um and the coloring and stuff too i thought was good and it really popped especially digitally and so i i assume because it was a collection you know, the batman in the 50s trade collection probably got recolored and printed so it probably pops just as well there too but uh overall just all 13 pages i i really liked the art but that first one was a it was a doozy um as we wrap up, I mean, do you have any kind of like final thoughts on this specific issue, even if it's just reiterating stuff you said before? It, uh, I, I think it's, uh, I think it should be noted. Uh, one of its, um, I don't know, not strength, but what it's, you know, what what it should be known for, and what's important about it. Uh, yeah, that's what I want to say, is that. You have this really simple, basic Batman story with just a touch of goofiness with the different color costumes during a period where Batman is full on crazy. The stories are crazy as hell. Yeah. You know, aliens and freaking space and <laughs> magic. I mean, all kind of, all kind of stuff, Batmite and stuff, but that's, uh, I like Batmite, but um, so Yeah. That's 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 my take on that. Uh, it was very surprising to me for the fact of how enjoyable it was to read beginning to end. Uh, it moved the pacing. The story itself was good. The pacing of the story was good. As I've said uh, five times already. The end comes right back to the beginning, so it keeps it contained as its own mm-hmm. fun little uh, Batman and Robin story. Makes sense with the colored part, as crazy as it sounds to say that it makes sense. I mean, it does. It's far from my favorite kind of Batman stories of mm-hmm. dark, mature at night. This is, you know, yeah. bright, uh, fun during the day. Um, yeah. But, I mean, it totally worked. And then, yeah, I thought that the art was it was good. So it was just a really enjoyable it, you story. Know what? That- and it's it, it it you read it it makes you smile and as a batman fan at the end i mean it's like, like yeah that was kind of that was kind of fun to read 13 yeah. pages 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it it's a good uh just because it's it's how simple it is. Yeah. And in it gets a good shake up from reading some mature and dark stories. Let's let's dip to something a little different. Do this. It's 15 minutes tops um to read. It's fun. Then you can go back to the the dark mature. It's and then it's just been referenced. Um, something that uh, many of us know of all these years later too. So I think that that in in itself is pretty significant. Yeah, when it comes to Batman comics. So there we go, the Rainbow Batman. Boom, we did it, Bill. We did a wild card pick from Bill Ramey. Wild card pick. <laughs> Just need to think you haven't figured card. out. Oh yeah, yeah. There's Robin. And different colored bat suits on the cover. This isn't one of Bill's picks. Damn right it is. So I'm gonna uh, have to. I'm gonna have to pull one out out of uh, out of the obscurity again. I go obscure the next one or the next one at some point when I get the when I when I get whenever I get the honor coming back on this this here. Yeah, this you'll, you'll broadcast. You'll be back. And also, I do love covering you know the bigger stories and. And everything, it also is a nice mix-up when it is one issue. <laughs> mm-hmm. And not only that, this is almost a half issue because it was only 13 pages. Yeah. Because then you can do like, story, oh, read, read like twice there, yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, I think the actual comic book, uh, there's another story in it, right? Um, yeah. There is The Man Who Couldn't Touch Ground. The Impossible Manhunt with Martian Manhunter. So there are three stories in this uh, detective issue. Wow. Um, track those down. Look at those if I can, too. Maybe they're in the Batman in the 50s. I didn't read it, everything that was offered up in that collection, but that's it's, neither here we, nor there. Yeah, we, we forget that detective, yeah, it is a Batman title. It mm-hmm. wasn't originally. Batman hijacked it in 1939. You know, Detective Comic 27, but there were still, even after that, uh, even it was, you know, Batman appearing in Detective Comics ads, there were still second two or three stories with other characters mm-hmm. in Detective for, for years, for years after that. Putting you on the spot here, do you remember issue or year where it became all Batman? Hmm. That's a Michael Uslan question. Okay, I know I could probably uh, Google it, but the, po- the question probably I figured I'd ask. Uh, Got to be what in the sixties, sometime oh, okay. in the sixties, I would imagine, because this is late fifties when this story came out, and you still had two di- two different ones. That's true. Yeah. Um, if I this is just an educated guess, sometimes maybe when they when Batman uh, when Julie Swartz came on, yeah, in the early sixties, and they. Said okay, we're gonna three, yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, well, one some, of those. yeah. We're, when he said we're gonna get rid of all this sci-fi nonsense and, and kind of reboot Batman, I think maybe at that point. That's one. Gotcha. That's uh, that I'm just guess, just you know, I'm just guessing, sure. educated guessing. But now I want to find out, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, There's some homework. I'm gonna ask someone who knows. I know someone who knows. Stick around for. Part two of uh, this discussion, where we're going to yeah, have all these yeah. answers, the Tim Sheridan, the Michael Houston questions, all that yeah. stuff. Uh, Bill, thanks for coming back on. Um, 
fun talking to you on on uh your end for bof fun talking to you on on this end for batman book club why don't you for anybody who may not know why don't you go ahead and plug away where they can find your your thoughts on all things batman how would how would anyone not know when um especially you know i'm super tight with jeff johns that's true i was really hoping you're going to bring him to this conversation but it's not my best friend um, he's yours he's schedule conflict okay that makes sense schedule he's pretty busy yeah pretty busy so yeah um batman on film batman dash on dash film.com that's it go there find everything you need there you go all right everything uh which bill generously posts these episodes on batman on film.com my reviews of comic books are on batman they are you need batman book club that's why I said everything you need is on Batman on film. There you go. Got it. Uh, if you want to follow, oh, wait, Twitter. What's Twitter? It's probably on Twitter. At Batman on film. Uh, that will give you, it's sometimes I'll just, it's stuff that's not particularly about Batman. And if you just want the news feed, it's at the Batman on film. There you go. And that's just Got links it. to all this stuff, all the everything, anything posted on Batman on film, I link it to that. Got it. Okay. I wanted to make sure to get that in. Uh, for the Batman Book Club, follow on Twitter and Instagram at the Batman BC for upcoming episodes, latest episode drops, sometimes some giveaways. Make sure to subscribe to the Batman Book Club YouTube channel where me and the Italian frolicker Peter Vera are going to continue the Road to No Man's Land omnibus. We only have two discussions left. We're going to make it happen. Um, we're going to pick that up this month. So make sure that you subscribe to that channel. If you want to support the show, a variety of ways you can do it. Patreon.com slash the Batman BC. Tpublic.com. Type in TBBC for the Batman Book Club um, to find all sorts of uh, goodies with the graphic. The show logo created by the great Justin Kowalski splattered all over it. But if you want to support the show, you don't want to spend any money at all. It's 100% A-OK. The easiest, quickest, and most impactful thing you can do is rate and review the show. Uh, whatever podcast platform you listen to it on. So Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio, wherever, just go to the rate and review page and rate and review the show because the more reviews the show gets, the more it helps spread the word. And we all, as we all know, the word is panic. So for Bill Jet Ramey, I am Ryan Lauer. And until next time, read my Batman comics. <laughs>